And here we are. Oh, that echoes. Yeah. We're in a special environment. That's why. For episode number 20. 20. Episode 20, special edition no, of Kent no, Now. No. Welcome. I love it. Thanks for joining us. Hi, and welcome to the Kent Now podcast. I'm Mayor Dana Ralph. In this podcast, you will hear from city leaders, city workers, and engaged residents. We discuss local news, current events, and provide educational and engaging content for the Kent resident who wants to stay plugged into our community. Thanks for listening. Now here are our hosts, Josh Mossberg and Tracy Taylor. Welcome back to Kent Now. It's a special episode. Yep. Special edition, Tracy. We are kicking off our partnership with the Seattle Thunderbirds this season as they head into opening night. Pew, pew, when pew. is opening night? September 30th at right. Showware Center. Coming up right around the corner. And for our listeners, we are actually recording at a special location today. We are not live, but coming to you pre-recorded from the SSO <laughs> Showware Center. Pretty exciting. We're on the suite level. Because they don't trust us anywhere closer to the ice. So nonetheless, they put us up here on the suite level. But we're really excited because we have a really jam-packed show for you today. We have players. And details and facts and stuff. Cool and stuff. What what is what is the uh, segment that you normally do? Did you know? And the did you know? Yes. And then you'll know. Mm-hmm. Then you'll know. Yeah. For those of our listeners that are living under rocks... Um, Kent is home to a major junior ice hockey team, part of the U.S. division of the Western Conference in the Western Hockey League. This, yes, they are. Yeah, absolutely. That was a true thing. I just said, (laughs) Tracy confirmed it. I did. I did confirm. I did the research, too. So, yep. It's true. (laughs) The Seattle Thunderbirds were founded in 1971 as the Vancouver Nats. But what isn't... what? I'm I'm hoping this is a nationals like Vancouver Nats, nationals, not like the little bug yeah. that flies near your ears. That would be weird <laughs> if they were like the Vancouver. But I mean, I could see how that is if you think about it, because hockey teams are named after things that are fast. If you think about I it, I didn't know that San Jose Sharks. Okay, the sharks Seattle are fast. Seattle Kraken octopus. They're fast, right? I okay. Are they? Cool. The Vegas Golden Knights. They're fast. I would too. imagine yeah. the Golden Knight is fast. <laughs> the Thunderbirds, they're right. fast, right? <laughs> okay. okay. It's the podcast, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> Kevin's joined the team. No, I just think you guys get out of where you usually do the podcast and everything goes nuts. Also, this is pretty standard, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so so far, this is pretty standard. It's pretty on par. All right. As I was saying before yep. Kevin rudely interrupted me. Right, Kevin. The team was founded in 1970. Oh, we already said that. Yep. So after the team was founded, they moved to Kamloops, British Columbia, mm-hmm. to become the Kamloops Chiefs in 1973. Nice. But the saga continues, Tracy. Okay. Yeah. In 1977, the team moved to Seattle and then they were renamed the Seattle Breakers. After the 1984 and 1985 season. Now, the Breakers were then sold to new owners and then renamed the Seattle Thunderbirds. Some would say they should be the Kent Thunderbirds. However, they are named the Seattle Thunderbirds. And we're not the ones saying that, but there are reports of people saying that. Yes, true. So just to clarify, right? Yeah. Okay. During their 2016 to 2017 season, the team had their second Memorial Cup appearance and actually brought home the championship, Tracy. For the very first time. The very first time. And you can see that picture down in the very front of Showware Center. They've got it painted up on the wall. 
it's got a very... sneak peek coming up uh, in the video we recorded. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Kyle? Sounds great. Of course it does. And fast forward to today, the 2022-2023 season was the team's greatest season ever. It was. They climbed to the top of the Western Conference, finished the regular season with the most wins, 54 mm-hmm. to be exact, Okay. and the most points, 111. Oh. That's a lot. That is. In franchise history and are the Western Conference champions. So they won this beautiful Ed Chenoweth Cup over Winnipeg from, uh, was it four to one? And then they went on to the 2023 Memorial Cup Finals and lost to Quebec Remparts. So nonetheless, they still came home champions. I know. Hope, hoping we're going to see some more flags hanging up in the top of the stadium here and, over the coming years, right? Yes. And speaking of flags, uh, they are going to raise the flag on opening night, September 30th at Showware Center. So uh, we would love to see a packed house here at Assessor Showware Center. It'll be a lot of fun. That's not the only flag being raised is no it? it's not yeah we're also going to be joined by uh mayor ralph mm-hmm. council members mm-hmm. um city staff yep. as well as the players on the seattle thunderbirds coaches and cool word yeah as we raise the thunderbirds flag at kent city hall on september 29th at 2 p.m so it's going to be open to the public we'd love to see you there we had such a successful rally here at a shower center we'd like to see that success continue over to get that season started at city hall on the 29th just get that energy going heck yeah man why not i'm pumped i'm ready but I'm also ready for uh, some really cool exhibits too. So over last weekend, uh, the Greater Kent Historical Museum and Society had put together a really cool Seattle Thunderbirds exhibit. Now, Cool Bird was there. Some of the team was there. Some of the coaches were there. They have jerseys from all of the years were on display. Wow. They have equipment. I actually took a look at some of the uh, pictures there. So they have the old hockey gloves, like the goalie gloves, and how they have, what is the word I'm looking for? Like evolved yes, over time? definitely. Because okay. they went from- Are they like safer or better at grabbing? I would assume they are safer. I think they're a little lighter because if you look at some of the hockey gloves mm-hmm. from early on, they're big and heavy. They look like you were wearing cardboard boxes on oh. your hands. Okay. So a little more dexterity involved, yes. a little yep. finesse, Aero- aerodynamics. Yes. yes. I love that. And then of course, uh, the Ed Chenoweth Cup was there and some really cool old media old newspaper clippings of the team and the coaching and um, some of the big wins and some of the big losses too. Yeah, it really just goes to show that the Thunderbirds have a long and rich history here in Kent and around the region. So if you have the opportunity, definitely step by the Kent Historical Museum. Uh, A lot of great opportunities to just learn more about the Seattle Thunderbirds. Let's talk about hockey experiences really quick because you went to your very first hockey game last season. Yeah, it was an incredible game. My first hockey game happened to be their championship victory over Winnipeg Ice. So that was incredible. The energy uh, was just electric in the stadium. I got pretzel, you know, popcorn, a drink, had the full experience, even got one of those cool little placards you wave around says go birds. We got some of those that we're going to be passing out at the flag raising. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it was a great time. Kyle, have you been to a hockey game? I have. Mm -hmm. And how was your hockey experience? Great. They're always fun. There's a lot of energy. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I was learning. 
too. I came with Steve, who's a hockey veteran, mm-hmm. you know, season ticket holder here. And so he was explaining to me and all the things. You just kind of lean over and be like, mm-hmm. oh, Steve, what's happening? Why people were throwing teddy bears and stuff. Out oh, there. yeah. The teddy bear toss. Mm-hmm. That's always fun. Yeah. They have the uh, puck throw, too, mm-hmm. on occasion where you get to buy a couple of pucks and you can just chuck them out on the ice. It's like the chuck and puck. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I grew up around hockey. Hockey was in our family. So long story short, my mom would work. She loved hockey enough that she would work at the Spokane Arena. And then she would take us kids. And so for like seven bucks, she'd stick us up in the nosebleeds and then she'd go sell beer. (laughs) Nice. So she, yeah, because she loved hockey games. And so she would sell beer and be a concession stand. And uh, we would sit up there and watch the Spokane Chiefs take on at the time, Seattle Thunderbirds, the Everett Aquasox. No, not Aquasox. Everett... um, (laughs) What? Uh, it's right there. Aqua uh, no, uh, Rangers. No, the Aqua Sox are their baseball team. Oh. The Silver Tips, Everett Silver Tips. Ah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Tri-City Americans. It was a lot of fun. So yeah, WHL <sighs> hockey was something that I've been going to since I was a young lass. I love that. And now That's cool. we are... Trying here. to pass on the tradition with our families. Yes, we're definitely Absolutely. trying to do that a little bit for sure. And joining us today, we have Steve, who works with us and is a Seattle Thunderbirds season ticket holder and a longtime fan. Steve, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Tell us about the teddy bears. Yeah, the teddy bear throws, the teddy bear toss. That's yeah, what I was I feel trying like to we tell need him. a full oh, discussion about was, uh, where did that teddy, come from? The teddy bear. I, I was trying to explain at the time I came with you. Yeah, I don't we're know that. where it came from. Um, I think it's some sort of fundraising uh, event thing. It so brought. are they bears from like Build-A-Bear or what? No. So I, in fact, we've expensive. gone out and, and bought quite a few teddy bears as well. Um, oh, so it's like a bring your own. Yeah. yeah BYOB, you br- bring your own bear. Right. Bring your situation. own bee. Yeah, very much okay. so. And then all the bears um, get thrown onto the ice. After the team makes its first goal. First goal. Yep. First nice. goal. And then the team uh, helps clean up the bears, which is really cool. But you get to throw all the bears. And what's fun is if you're sitting in the very back row, you can't really make it onto the ice, especially if you're sitting on the ends. And so what happens is the teddy bears get thrown to people <laughs> as the teddy bears move around the, um, the rink and then get thrown onto the ice, which is kind of nice. actually very cool. And they That's usually fun. do puck, uh, rather chuck and puck too. Oh, chuck a puck is hysterically fun. That that's fun. You go <laughs> you go in and you buy. I forget what the price is. It's like five dollars for three, three. pucks mm-hmm. or something like that. And then you they again during I think a first or second intermission, um, you get to throw your puck through the um, sunroof of a of a vehicle they pull out onto the ice, which right? is kind of fun. Yep, and yeah. somebody and like wins a the guy car. in it, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's oh, yes. there's people in there because the first puck in, <laughs> the first puck in wins the car. No, it doesn't. Uh, no. Oh. No, but you can win uh, tickets uh, to the next game. So how do they decide something? the winner? That's why the people are in the car. The oh. first one through the sunroof, they, they grab. Okay, it's it's kind of funny to watch There's, too because sometimes they'll see them coming and they'll just see your, <laughs> you'll see a, a hand pop up and grab one, which is kind of cool to see. <laughs> oh, you don't want to get hit in the head with no, one of those things. They're not they're not hockey pucks. They're they're the shape of a hockey puck, oh. but they're more like a Nerf puck. Oh, gotcha. so, like rubber or something. I was gonna say that's yeah, a dangerous so they're foam. <laughs> no, they're they're bouncy. They they 
they'll hit the car and bounce off or or what have you. Yeah, but, I guess that makes sense to not have like actual hockey pucks being thrown at a vehicle. <laughs> broken no. windows. Glass windows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah no. It's good and thinking then, on their part. The other thing that I really love about, and I was actually got chosen one time, but as you come through the door, they will have you, um, they'll just walk around and find people, contestants, if you will. And they'll do like tricycle races and, or shoot the puck and win something. And I actually got chosen one time and won a, um, a suite for one, for nice. one of the games wow. and was able to bring 12 good, uh, people. Prize. In fact, my family came from California just to go hang out in the suite and go to a T-Birds game. Oh, so. how fun. <laughs> yeah. I've cool. only been watching the cool. T-Birds since about, since about 91 when I moved only, here. Only, huh? Only. Yeah. Mm, that's the, a long time there, Steve. When I first moved here, um, it was my aunt's neighbor that took me to my first T-Bird game. And at well, the time, it was in Mercer Arena. It, it's at the corner. That's the first time I met the tuba guy, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the first time I met him. Who's the tuba guy? He would sit out front of the T-Bird games, um, and he would play the tuba. And you would be, he would encourage you, he wore a helmet and everything, to throw <laughs> money in his tuba. So it still works. Too, <laughs> I guess so. He was around for a long okay. time. Totally. Long time. So if you're coming to opening night for the T-Birds game, Steve, what are you buying at the concession stand? Oh, the brownies are so good. <laughs> and you get a hot chocolate and a brownie. Oh, my. Big chocolate guy, huh? Oh, yeah. hot chocolate. You got to have you're hot equipped. chocolate at a hockey game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. What about you, Tracy? What are you getting? Uh, a beer and red vines. Oh, that's that sounds great. Yeah, I think that's actually See, exactly what I got thing. along with popcorn at my first game. Did you a beer and red vines? Nice. Yeah. With Tobias. So, what are you going to get, Kyle, at the concession stand? Oh, I fancy myself a pretzel. Okay, there, you would get the there. cheese, or do you just? <laughs> of course. Okay, salt or no salt? Ooh, light salt. I okay. usually. Really? Really? Scrape it off, yeah. It's too much. No. I feel like it doesn't taste like anything without salt, though. It's just... Dough? Dough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I'm at the malls, you know, they sell the pretzels at the mall, right? Mm -hmm. um, this might be just reflect poorly on my health decisions, but I'm all, I am always ask them for extra salt. Really? So, yeah, so I'll even wait. So do you wait, like regular so, salt or do you like the chunky salt to where when you bite into the pretzel, like you get that they crunch? They usually come with the chunky salt yeah. on yeah. the pretzels. Yeah, yeah. that's the Don't good forget, stuff. Mossberg's favorite condiment is MSG. So. <laughs> come on. Which is, I mean, it literally it's just ties pure together. Salt. <laughs> it, it's just salt. Yeah, it's like salt from also, the though, heavens. Mercer really. Arena closed in uh, 2003 and was demolished in 2017. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so it's oh, not there anymore. It yeah. was on the corner. Yeah. Got it. Oh, wow. No. I had no idea. That was a great place. And I think that's what I really enjoy about um, Assessor Showwear Center is that it, it is a very intimate arena, if you will. Oh, yeah. You you feel like you're on the ice. You feel like you're part of the team. You, I believe that the crowd really almost makes a game, whether we win or lose. Absolutely. I really believe that. Oh, totally. Yeah. In your experience, Josh, it was mm. incredible. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I've been to all kinds of different sports games before, uh, baseball, football, what have you. This is my first hockey game, and it definitely felt 
different. I mean, go in a good way. Okay. Like you could see people just, I don't know, I guess they're like that at other games, but they were foaming at the mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they wanted those T-words to win. There is a huge difference in speaking from somebody that grew up in a sports family. There is a huge difference between a hockey fan and a football fan. Oh, big time. Huge difference. Big time. Hockey fans are feral, period. <laughs> feral. Yeah. Uh, football fans are just football fans. Mm, yeah. Okay. This is something that we should definitely ask uh, Ian Furness from Fox 13 when he joins us later. Okay. Between the fans? Yep. Okay. Yep. I got to go eat a sandwich. All right. Well, enjoy your sandwich. Thanks for joining us, thanks Steve. Thanks for joining us, yeah, Steve. Thanks for having me. Josh, once again, we are back at the table with two former, I should call them pros from Kent now, right? They are seasoned veterans of the podcast. Absolutely. Happy to have them back. Absolutely. Seattle Thunderbirds, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, I am Sam Popovich of the Seattle Thunderbirds. My name is Makai Sanders and I play for the Seattle Thunderbirds. Okay. So can you guys clarify something for me? Because I'm not very well versed in hockey is there like it's wing like left wing right wing center right am i right right okay what else is there goalie goalie then there's left d and right d okay yeah, defenseman okay so then what do you play i play center okay yeah and then i play left and right wing i feel like you guys have grown up so much since we talked to you last <laughs> Maybe a little been bit. through so much. <laughs> we have been through so much. So tell us how you're feeling right now. Um, you come off a very big win with the uh, championship. So you're going into the season and how are we feeling? I'm feeling really excited about it. You know, we, we definitely have a different looking team. We had a lot of guys kind of graduate who have gone pro now into the NHL and AHL levels. So nice. that was obviously pretty exciting for us. But we got a lot of young guys coming in and a lot of new faces that the fans will get to see this year. And it's been looking really good so far. We obviously didn't do too, too well in preseason, but uh, I don't know. I think through practice and stuff, we're looking pretty confident with what we got. And yeah, I'm pretty excited. It's just shaking off the rust. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. You had a very short off season though. Yes. Very yeah, short. I imagine it probably takes some time, right? With all these new players coming in to kind of integrate everyone to, you know, start building that trust on, on the ice. And do you think maybe heading into this season, some teams, you're going to catch them by surprise? They might be thinking, okay, T-Birds had some seasoned veterans, some some of those older players leave. Think you're going to come out swinging? Uh, yeah, I think we'll definitely. I feel like we can catch some teams by surprise, especially looking at our preseason record. I mean, you know, there's a lot goes a lot deeper than just the record you know Absolutely. we've had a lot of young guys come in and along a lot of older guys leave but uh the young guys they're learning quickly and you know we had a lot of skill there's a lot of really good younger guys and uh they just pick things up really quickly and you know it's night and day from what we've seen from the first game to our last game we played and then future games coming up Cool, cool. So with the younger guys coming in how do you how do you well first off where do they come from and how do they get here um uh, Canada yeah, a lot of them from Canada, I guess. Everyone. Yeah, I think all, all of them are this oh, year. Everybody's okay. from Canada. But um, I don't know. Like Some of the young, young guys fly in and they won't have cars, but some of the guys who are from BC and Alberta will drive their own cars down. Okay. And, I don't know. We kind of had to, they kind of give us a time period of when they want us here by. And sure. It's just show up on time okay. for camp pretty much. So but. What is that like when you, you guys get new players? You know, or do you guys have any sort of 
I don't know, not a ritual, but like, hey, we're going to have a team, team sleepover or something. Or like, we're going to go to, we're going to go to Applebee's. We're going to really just make them feel welcome. You guys have anything uh, like that? Not quite a sleepover. Oh, say, but, uh, okay. No, we definitely have a uh, team rituals. If I mean, rituals, uh, we, you know, we do a lot of team events just to, you know, really build the team. I mm -hmm. mean, once you become part of the Thunderbirds organization, you're not just a teammate, you're more family. So, uh, awesome. you know, we're, the older guys, such as uh, us too, we definitely make sure that the young guys feel welcomed and they're comfortable, you know, just so they can perform their best every day. For so, sure. So yeah. you guys are kind of in that role now to the yeah. mentor role, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Has that framed changing how you're approaching the season or like, what does that feel like to be, I guess, on top now? Yeah, it's, it's definitely kind of a different, I guess, point of view of the team. You kind of see it from a different angle, like especially from last year we had, like we were both 19, so like that's the second oldest you can technically be, but we just had so many 19-year-olds that it didn't really feel kind of like that, I guess. It's sure. de it's definitely different this year, but it's it's kind of cool. We've both been here for the same amount of time, and we've got to le uh, learn from a lot of different really good leaders like Tyrell Bauer and, mm -hmm. you know, Matt Rempe was here, and we've we've seen a lot of good stuff, so we I think we kind of know how things work around here and it's just kind of a matter of time now and trying to show the younger guys like this is how we do things and this is how things are operated around here I guess. Sweet. What team do you think is going to stand out the most to you and that's going to be quite the challenge for you moving forward? Um, I don't know. I think the U.S. division and just the whole is going to be a really good division this year. Um, I know Portland has a lot of returning players and I think they'll have a pretty strong team and Obviously, Wenatchee's a new team this mm -hmm. year who was Winnipeg, who we played in the finals last year. So they'll have some good players, too, who we'll be familiar with. But, I mean, I think there won't be any team, especially, that will be, like, so far out of it, I guess. Everybody will be pretty competitive, so I think it'll be really good hockey within the division. It's fun. Nice. Uh, one question I, I think some fans would be interested in, right? They see you on the ice. They see you social media, uh, videos, but what is like your actual, what does it mean to be a Seattle Thunderbirds player? Like what does the day look like? You know, you get up in the morning, you know, I'm not looking for the minute by minute play by play, but kind of like, what themes. is a day? Yeah. What does a day look like for you guys? Well, uh, usually we come in around eight o'clock, eight or nine yeah. in the morning. It depends on each day's different arrival, depending on what we have to do for the day. But now we usually get in, uh, we'll get some stretching in and do a workout, then uh, probably a couple of meetings and then uh, get on the ice. And then afterwards we'll, you know, do a cool down workout or, you know, stretch, do body maintenance, whatever else, you know, we can do individual video, team video, whatever else. And, uh, you know, just make sure we're prepared for the next day and then uh, upcoming games, of course, usually on the weekends. Mm -hmm. well, I was just going to ask, you You mentioned a lot of maintenance, a lot of stretching. Is it, What is that intensity like? Like when you go from, you know, before you're on the T-Birds to you're a player, you're a starter, you're on top now. Does that intensity grow every year? Do, does it change as your practice schedule changes? Just trying to get some insight into that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the food you eat, the the workouts, workouts yeah. all of that. It's got to be some some sort of, uh, root, no, I don't even want to say routine, some sort of structure. Yeah. Yeah, like... I think as you get older too, like when you're younger, it's almost you're just kind of playing like <laughs> right. just for fun. But I think especially when guys are getting older and they're kind of getting to the point where they realize, okay, maybe hockey something that I want to try and pursue and get to a level such as this. Mm -hmm. It's It does become more of a, 
like a thing that you have to do every day where like you're in the gym, you're working out and you have to make sure that like you're not like you're also stretching too and you're taking care of your muscles and that also a big part of that is eating and like you don't just want to be shoving a bunch <laughs> of junk food in your body right, all the time. Right, like yeah. you obviously can pick your spots, but I think it just when you get to this level, everybody's very committed and wants to hopefully one day make a full time living sure. out of this. So if it's like anything else, if that's what you want to do, you got to be 100% committed to it. And yeah, it's kind of okay. what a job entails, I guess. So tell us a little bit about your fan base. How crucial is it to you as a player or players to have that support? I think it's, uh, you know, it's huge, especially you know, coming from uh, the area, you know, having uh, your hometown fans and having uh, just the fans of Kent in Seattle, you know, there's so much energy, so much positivity every time we step in the rink. It just, it's motivating and energizing just to be able to, you know, we have the honor to step out on the ice and, you know, try to perform our best for all the support that comes here. And, you know, it just gives you chills as soon as you hear them chanting and you step on the ice, you know, it's just so motivating. And, you know, you just want to give your best effort, you know, give them, a, give them what they came to see. That's cool. Schooling. Tell me a little bit about school. Do you, you know some of the younger guys come in? What What's the youngest that's on the team? Uh, 16 years Okay. Old. So how does that work for them? Are they homeschooled? Do they go to Kent schools? And if you decide, you know, I want to do college also, yeah. how does that work out for you guys? Um, so all the guys who are still in high school, they all do online stuff. Okay. So they're I think a lot of them are just through kind of the online programs that like where they're from. Okay. Just wherever their hometown is. But, and then for the hot or for the post-secondary stuff, there's, I forget what um, university we use, but there's one where. The closest to your hometown. Yeah. It's just, it's set up online kind of same thing. And you can kind of choose like starter courses or sure. whichever you kind of. Whether or not you want to pursue your college degree then. Yeah, because you kind of have to make that decision at some point. So guys will start taking courses, I guess. And yeah. Yeah, it was a before COVID, it was a little different uh, though, because when we were 16, we would go to Kentwood Mm -hmm. and uh, all the guys that were in high school at the time, which was a lot smaller of a number back then. But uh, we would go to Kentwood for three classes a day in the morning. And then... All the older, the veteran guys would go to the rink in the morning and they'd do their workouts and meetings. And then we would go to school and then we'd all meet up and practice. And then the young guys that had school before practice, we would work out and do meetings afterwards. And then we'd do the rest of the classes online after that. We'd have like a study group. Nice. Interesting. Yeah, we were always wondering how that worked out, whether or not, you know, the schooling was a homeschool or if it was more like of an online course. I would imagine with the travel schedule, that's pretty much what would work out best for you. Yeah. Like even right now on days like today where it's just a Wednesday and we have practice, the guys will, like they come in in the mornings, we do our workouts and practices. And then after we have a tutor with the team mm-hmm. and they go to, it's just a conference room down there and they can all kind of do their stuff and she's there to help them out. Nice. So you mentioned uh, you get like chills, right? When you first walk out, you hear the fans. Is there like a chant that you like gets you hyped up the most? Something you're hoping to hear? Makai's smiling so I big know, right now. Like I'm like, a, there has to be something. There's something. Uh, yeah, I'm not, uh, they always have creative chants. You know, they have fun <laughs> posters and uh, they're always giving the 
opposing team a good hard time. Mm, so, you know, you we go. really, we appreciate that and we think it's awesome. Yeah. I think my favorite are when they cut out your guys' heads and put them on those wood sticks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah the big heads. Giant heads. Yeah. 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 They're called fun. fat heads. I think they're yeah. called yeah. fat yeah. heads. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's fun. <laughs> Walk around with that everywhere. Yeah. Well, guys, we really appreciate you taking the time. I know you just came off of a really uh, hard practice and then standing behind or actually parked behind a train for a while too. So uh, thank you again for being a part of this. I know that we're really excited about our partnership with you and the team. So uh, this is not the first time nor the last time that we'll be seeing you here on Kent now. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, Awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. All right. Let's get into Did You Know? Oh, listen to that. Did you hear that echo? The echo. I echo. love that. It's not as good as, you know, your your original open Mossberg, but... Yeah. Did you know the Seattle Thunderbirds fan base continually draws some of the highest attendance numbers in the WHL on a yearly basis? I believe that. I believe it too. This is a beautiful venue. They're a great team. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Josh, a couple of the Seattle Thunderbirds who started their career here have gone on to some really big NHL careers there too. I believe it. We've got uh, Patrick Merlot. He went to the San Jose Sharks. You've got Matthew Brazal. He went to the New York Islanders. Shea Theodore, Vegas Golden Knights. Turner Stevenson, this guy, uh, he's gone everywhere. He's been traded multiple times. Montreal Canadiens, the New Jersey Devils, the Philly Flyers. It's like a football league, but for hockey. And we actually had a player that joined us on our last podcast. Jordan uh, actually went on to join the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Very exciting to see the uh, young chaps move on to big NHL careers. Yes, ma'am. All right. That is our episode. Don't forget to join us at Kent City Hall on September 29th at 2 Mm p.m. for the official Seattle Thunderbirds flag raising with the coaches, players, uh, and everyone who's anyone, really. And Cool Bird and Kyle's going to play the music. Oh, yeah. If anything, just come to hear Kyle's Spotify playlist. I agree. And we would love to see you there. So that wraps up our special edition of Kent Now with the Seattle Thunderbirds. Big thank you to the staff, the coaches, the team for being a part of this and taking a little time out of their day to sit down and talk to us. Don't forget to like and subscribe and join us again, guys, next week because we have another episode of Kent Now. We're 21. 21 next week. 21. 21. Okay, bye. Okay.